Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Gorgeous souls, welcome back to another episode of the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany, and I am so excited to be here with you today. If, depending on when you're listening to this, Mercury has gone out of retrograde, Jupiter has gone out of retrograde, there's a lot of good energy. I'm recording this on the Aries full moon, so I'm feeling good, not to mention the weather's amazing. So, If you can hear any wind blowing, it's because I have the windows open and I'm not being a good podcast recorder slash host because I'm not going to close the window. It's too nice and perfect and I thrive off of it. So if you hear some breeze or shouldn't hear any cars or anything because we live out in the country, but you know, if you hear breeze, birds, owls, cows, it is what it is. So other than that, I'm feeling good. It's been a good couple of weeks. I have some busy weeks coming up. I've got some travel in the books, and so I'm excited for that. A girl's trip and then a couple's trip. So all sorts of exciting things. So today I am batch podcasting, and I love doing that because it gets my energy going as somebody with a defined throat chakra. It's just really exciting to me. So speaking of a defined throat chakra, I decided after last week's episode or two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, (laughs) I did an episode on human design, specific or non-specific manifestation processes, and I had a lot of messages about it. You guys definitely were into it, so I decided it would be fun to do some podcast episodes 
on human design. So obviously by the title of this podcast, you know that's what we're talking about. However, if you're completely new to this, I am starting at the kind of entry level human design information for you. So as a coach, it's something I integrate in my coaching sessions so that I can understand how the energy works for my clients. It's something I use in my life. It's something that I've really been studying a lot lately and going into and in more in depth and all of the fun things and contemplating even working with somebody on it. So I thought it would be fun to jump in and give you an entry or an intro to human design so that you can get your feet wet or if you're, you know, somebody who is already aware of it, get my spin on it because like everything I do, I don't just take it (laughs) for what's told to me or how, um, you know, it's been laid out. I like to interpret and make it accessible and understandable for the people in my lives. And that includes you guys. So what in the world is human design? Human design is a revolutionary system that maps out your personal energy field. It can help give you a detailed and profound insight into the energetic makeup of your conscious and unconscious mind. So if you hear me talk about an energetic blueprint in any of my my content that I put out there or that I talk about, this is what that is. I just don't always say human design. So when I say we're working on your, with your energetic blueprint, I I'm talking about how your energy functions in the world, how you move with the energies of the world. So the, I've said so like 12 times, I apologize, but human design is made up of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, the tree of life, the Hindu chakra system, and quantum physics. It was originally channeled by a man, I believe in the 1980s, It was like an eight-day download channeling that he had and brought it forward. So in the grand scheme of things, it's a very new modern-day modality. But obviously, the systems that I talked about, those aren't new. Those have been around for a long time. And this is just kind of that sweet spot where they all come together to make up your body graph, your human design chart. So your human design chart in some terminologies is called a body graph because (laughs) if you've ever seen one, you know what it looks like. But for those that haven't yet, it kind of looks a little bit crazy. You can kind of see different chakras and centers is what they're called in human design on there. And it has shapes and colors and it can be a little bit overwhelming when you first see one. However, the reason that it can be overwhelming is there's so much information that can be packed into there. And I I love that about it. With human design, before I go any further, it is considered a human design experiment. And what that means is as an individual, using the things that you hear, learn, read, you know, are taught about human design, you then take that information and experiment it with it in your life, how you use it, how you show up with it, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And my favorite thing about this, because you guys know I preach this, if something about human design makes you feel 
contained, limited, unable to do something. Oops, sorry, my my uh, microphone moved. Um, if it makes you feel contained or constrained, leave it. With human design, you take what resonates and what feels good, and then you move on from there. So if I say something even as myself and you don't resonate with it because it feels like it's stopping you from doing something, don't take it. That's okay. It's an experiment for a reason. Not because it doesn't work, but because you're supposed to implement it in a way that feels really good for you in your life. For example, I'm not going into profiles, but I will at some point. You have a a profile within human design. Mine is considered a 3-6 profile. And that profile, the three, is a lot of times considered the martyr, the trial and error, the scientist, the, um, I, I don't know, there's a bunch of different words for it. But what people generally like to, to say and how they talk about it is trial and error. There's trial and error. You have, you know, you have success because you failed and you understand what did and didn't work. I don't like this outlook. I don't like to place somebody that like just by living life that you have to experience failure to understand success. Like that doesn't resonate with me. And not everyone talks about it that way. That's just a very common way of talking about it. In my way, I choose to look at it as being the experiencer. So I'm someone, if you tell me you went somewhere, if you tell me you ate something, if you tell me you did something, I I love hearing about it, but I need to experience it for myself. I need to try the process. I need to visit the city. I need to try the food. And I don't consider it something that a failure if it is something I don't like. So if I go to a city and I'm like, oh, I don't need to go back there. That's not a failure. That's just experiencing something and understanding what I like and what I, I don't like. So Take all of that under your hat when I'm explaining something, when I'm talking about something, because just because somebody says it, it doesn't make it automatically true. I just, I think that's really important to elaborate on when talking about human design. So I apologize. I don't know why I'm saying so. I think I'm trying to stop saying um and uh, and now I've just created a different filler word. Oh, well. On the practical level, human design shows you where and how to access your body's consciousness as a decision-making tool. So how you can move through the world and to show up and live as your true self. My favorite part on top of that, that's great. It's amazing to be able to know that you can trust yourself with your decisions. And you guys know I think there's power in your decisions. But it can also break down your innate gifts and talents that can be utilized in the world to live out your true purpose. I won't be going into some of that in this episode, but I definitely think it's important because once I kind of dove into some of this with human design, I felt a lot more comfortable about my quote unquote purpose in life. All right. If you've made it this far and you're interested in human design, you can get a free human design chart from several different websites, but My favorite is myhumandesign.com. It's by Jenna Zoe, who is the person I originally learned human design from um, or about at least like five years ago. She's been doing it for a long time, but she has a very modern take on it. So I love that about about her. So you can go to my 
myhumandesign.com or she has an app and I love the app because it kind of breaks down some different things in it in her voice and recordings. And it, I think it's just called My Human Design and it just says My HD on the app. And you can get a free version that kind of just has like very bare minimum to it. Or it's only like $4.99 a month, which I think is amazing. And it will break down things like your authority, your profile, your strategy, things like that. So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about those, not the profile, but the other pieces of it. And then two things with, with human design, there's a lot of different slang and terminology. If I say something and don't break it down for you, let me know. I'm happy to answer questions. I have obviously been in it for a while and sometimes I don't remember what beginners or people that are new to it need. So let me know and I can definitely help you out there. And I will try to use the same terminology all the time, but in a lot of, like a lot of things, there are different terminologies for different things. So today we're talking about the five energy types. Some people call them the aura types. Um, I, I usually say energy type, but if I say aura, it's interchangeable in this context. So Let's get started. What is an energy type? An energy type is how your energy moves through you and interacts with the world around you. So there are five basic energy types. We'll just start out. You find this out through your human design chart. Again, go get a free one. You do need your uh, birth date, your time of birth, and the location you were born because things are very nuanced and can change, like, you know, at different times of the day. There are actually people out there that can help you if you can't find your exact time, or maybe you lost your birth certificate, you were adopted, something of that nature. But you can also, I suggest, if you don't know what it is, at least for your energy type, usually those don't change in a, in a cycle in a day, but you can run your chart for 6am where you were born at, um, like 3pm the day you were born and maybe like 11pm the day you were born, like three different times to see if it changes for you. And let's jump in. So the first one that I want to talk about is I'm going to go backwards just because I like to do it this way are the non-energy beings. So non-energy beings mean that there is not a consistent motor or energy producing center that is defined in their system. So a center, like I said, is in human design, there are nine centers and some of those are energy centers. And what that means is that there is a motor within your system that provides you a consistent access to your energy. A reflector is about one to 2% of the population. So a reflector is a non-energy being, meaning that they have, number one, they're just different because they have no energy, um, no centers defined in their system. And what that means is that they have no consistent access to energy. So you are here to be the wise observer. In the literal sense as a reflector, you are here to mirror back to the collective what is going on, how things are happening. You're the human mirror who magnifies the world around you and you're deeply connected and affected by the cycles of the moon. And 
I think reflectors are so cool because they, like I said, there's only one to 2% of the population and like they have that shamanic, like a shaman type energy that very much they know without knowing why they know something just because their energy centers are all open. They can take on the energy of the people they're with. They can take on the energy of the collective and they are here to improve the overall health of the society. And that doesn't just mean physical health. Yes, that can definitely come into play, but they are here to, um, have like the opportunity to experience anything they desire through energetic osmosis because they're so open to receiving energy from others. And something that they need to be aware of is that their challenges is that they, because they can take on so much energy, associating what is their own feelings and thoughts and beliefs versus somebody else. They can also have a tendency to feel... Um, like disappointment because of the human experience that they're seeing. So it's incredibly important for non-energy beings, but especially reflectors to empty out the energy from the day, to be with themselves in the evenings and, you know, at the end of the day to ground outside, to meditate, to do cord cutting, things of that nature, to really release energy that isn't theirs so that they can feel back to their kind of neutral standing. So if you know that you're doing things in alignment with your design as a reflector, your signature, so that you're kind of happy, feel good uh, feeling is surprise. So when you're surprised by things in life, when you're delighted, that kind of feeling of joy means that you're following your kind of energetic path. And the opposite end of that spectrum you know that you're trying to maybe force something to be something that you're not, to force yourself to work harder than you need to, those type of things, if you're feeling disappointment. So that is your not self theme. So surprise and disappointment are how you navigate. They aren't, one isn't better or worse, but it's how you navigate the world and show up in it with your energy. So I always think that's, I mean, I love surprises, so I'm always here for that kind of energy. (laughs) Okay. So the next one would be a projector and kind of funnily enough, I have a lot of projectors in my life. So 20 to 24% of the population are projectors. If you're a projector, you're here to manage and guide and direct the energy of other types. So I apologize. I don't know why I keep saying so. I just catch myself over and over again. You are here to almost have that bird's eye view because you can project into the collective, the feelings and energy of what's going on. So you have an awareness that allows you to see the systems and the energy of other people to see where they're struggling, where they're, you know, feeling good, where things could change for the better. And you are kind of that um, beacon that I'm trying to think of the word, the lighthouse, like you are the kind of, this is where we should go. This is how we should feel kind of energy projecting that into the future. And I know a lot of people say bird's eye view because you're able to kind of pull back and see a bigger picture than a lot of people can when they're in, in that. So projectors have 
uh, again, are a non-energy being, meaning they don't create their own energy. One thing that is hard for projectors or can be a challenge is that you have open centers as well. You may have some defined unlike a reflector, but you can take on the go, go, go energy of others because you can see how beneficial the go, go, go energy is in the energy beings. And this can cause you to, um, kind of burn yourself out. That's a, that's a big one to feel exhausted and to feel burnt out is a sign that you are, you know, maybe not doing the things that are great for you. So in this case for projectors, your signature, your feel good feeling, you know, keep doing this is success. So when you feel successful, when success comes into your life, you are living on your path. And when you are in your not self, you have bitterness. So bitterness for not being seen, not being heard, not thinking that people feel the impact that you're wanting to to make on the world. And a little side note, everyone gets to be successful, but success is just the, like, I get to be surprised even though I'm not a reflector. I get to have success even though I'm not a, or I'm sorry, I get to have success even though I'm not a projector. So Just remembering you aren't here for forceful energy. You are here to receive and then manipulate and project that energy and see what's working, what systems are great. And when you are doing what's in alignment for you, you feel, you will feel success. And when you don't, you will feel bitterness. So I think that that one, I I like projectors a lot. I have a lot of them in my life. So I always think that that's kind of fun to see. Um, Okay manifestors. So manifestors are actually an energy being, but they don't have the same consistent energy as others, the others that we'll discuss. Manifestors, I want to say this too before I get too far into it because it drove me crazy at first. Manifestors does not mean that you're the ones that can manifest. You guys know I have an entire like business, an entire podcast built around manifestation. Everyone gets to manifest. In this sense, in um, HD terminology, manifestor energy is initiation energy. It's the starting energy, the kind of spark that starts a bonfire. That doesn't mean that anyone can't like have their own bonfire. It just means that they have that initiation that they can start something where they differentiate from other energy beings is that their energy is more of like a burst. So they may go hardcore into something. Maybe they're launching a project or starting a new business or, you know, writing a book. They can go very hard for an extended period. You know, it doesn't, it's not just like, oh, I have this three hours. Like they can go hard, but then they retreat back into themselves, back into their safe space, their home, nature, whatever that is, to recharge. So that energy is a little bit different. It's almost just like, I kind of joke, it's like the um, NOS on (laughs) Fast and the Furious. It's that, holy shit, this is powerful, like, let's go. And it's that quick, intense, like, holy hell energy, and then it goes away and they have to recoup. You have to refill the nosh. You have to stop the car and let it rest and then restart it all over again. So they have, 
I'm, I think I'm most jealous of manifestor energy because they don't have to wait for anything in life to respond to it. And I'll explain some of that, uh, uh, with generators and manifesting generators. They just get to inform and create. So they let people in their world know what they're doing, not from a permission point, but from an inform and here's the information and they get to create. And generally with manifestors, they create something and then the other energy beings help complete that vision, help process that vision, help maintain that vision, if that makes sense. So for them, one of the things that can come up for them is that they play small or they try to people please because a manifesting energy, a manifestor's energy is repelling. And I don't want that to sound scary. It is more like a safety net of what's not meant for you won't come to you. Like it's, it's like a like a bug spray, but for energy. So when you spray bug spray on, you're spraying it on there so mosquitoes can't come to you. But like a butterfly could still land on you with bug spray on. It's the same thing with them. What is meant for them will show up in their life and what isn't, they will push it away. Like these are the true epitome or love me or hate me. Either way, kind of, it doesn't matter to me. Like those kind of energetic people. And when they are not living in their theme. So if they try to people please, if they stay small, if they kind of shape shift to make other people feel comfortable in their energy, they will feel anger. And it it can be extreme, like a, an extreme burst of anger because they have that extreme burst of energy. And sometimes it may feel like it comes out of nowhere for them. But on the other side, the signature for them is peace, like being at peace with being who you are, doing the things you love, following that kind of manifestor urge and going after it, which I think is so, so nice because who doesn't want to be at peace with being who they are? Getting to the point of kind of accepting themselves and their energy as is will help them find that peace that they're looking for. Okay, moving on to the next energy type is generators. So generators obviously have a, a you know, a, a name that suggests what they do. They create energy so well and they have a consistent energy moving through their body. That means that one of the motorized centers is defined for them. And it's almost like that. Um, is it Duracell? I think it's Duracell, whoever the bunny is of the, um, batteries. It's like that never energy, never ending energy. Like it just keeps going and going and going. But here's the caveat. They have to be using that energy for something that they love to do. So they have this zest for life, this like desire to create and build, to make the world a better place. And I hate... I hated when I first learned about generators and manifesting generators because it sounded like they were the only ones here to do work. And that's not the case. Everyone can work. Everyone has their specialty. But generators that have the ability, when they find something they love, 
they can go forever. My husband's a generator, and when he's doing something he loves, like if he's building woodworking outside, he'll go until it like gets dark because he's enjoying it so much. And it's not because he's forced to or has to, but it's because it's what he enjoys. It's the same with his work. He's in um, talent acquisition, and he loves doing it, and he's great at it and can do it you know, he doesn't get burnt out on it. He's not the person that's like, oh, I have to go to work tomorrow Ugh, because he enjoys doing it and that energy feeds into it. So where they get into trouble is they don't listen to what is actually bringing them enjoyment or what they're desiring. And they end up putting their energy to use on things that don't matter to them or don't excite them excite them. So they're overperforming. They're saying yes to things they don't want to. They're doing things out of obligation. They're forcing their energy and it will end up actually as one of the types that don't need as much like sleep or downtime. They will end up exhausted and burnt out because they're using their energy incorrectly. It's like every time, you know, like in this case, like using a bonfire as an example, when a generator loves something, they can keep putting gas fuel to the fire and it will continue to get bigger and bigger and have like amazing, you know, capabilities. But every time they say yes to doing something they don't want, it's like throwing a bucket of water on it and then, you know, forcing themselves to do something they hate, throw another bucket of water on it and it can slowly dwindle out that fire. But when they're lit up, that fire is unstoppable. So their signature when they're living life the way that they they want to be living it and desiring it they feel satisfaction they feel that oh this feels so good like mm, this is yummy this is juicy everything's amazing about this on the other hand when they're in their not self theme they feel frustration. They're the epitome of like, I'm so frustrated right now. I'm frustrated. I've been putting this work into something and it's not working. I'm frustrated is kind of their motto when something's not working out. And it's not a, it's usually an internal frustration that they have on themselves. Like a manifester, for example, has outward anger. So the anger is usually faced outward at somebody generally because they didn't inform somebody about what they were doing. They just decided to create without letting anyone know what was going on. So I think, I mean, satisfaction is so, feels so good in the body. And I say all of that because I'm the next type, which is a manifesting generator. And if you can guess, it's a hybrid between a manifester and a generator. So that manifesting energy, some people call them Manny Gen, some call them MGs. So just for, you know, slang terms, if you're coming across something, it's a very dynamic energy. It's a blend of wanting to initiate creating and building. So the, we, they <laughs> manifesting generators are here to do what lights them up. And that energy can serve them in so many things. The difference between a generator and a manifesting generator is a generator can find something they love to do and do it for a really long time. Not because they have to, not because they were told to, but because they want to. The entire kind of workforce of like, you know, the boomer generation, there are a lot more generators than was built off of them finding careers and staying in something for a long time was because a lot of older generations actually did enjoy what they did at some, at some level. 
a manifesting generator is somebody who is meant to follow their desires. And as somebody who has always loved getting into something new and then figuring out after six months I'm over it, it felt very empowering to hear that this is how I'm designed to live. We're the multi-passionate, the um, never-ending energy for new and exciting things to kind of um, taste the buffet of life, as Jenna Zoe says. So kind of, ooh, I want to try that. I want to try that. Ooh, this passion sounds exciting. All of those kind of things. And it's a very, like I, I think I said it, but the quote-unquote multi-passionate entrepreneur is like the tagline for manifesting generators. We're here to follow our heart's desire because when we're happy and when we're in our our lane of excitement and joy, it radiates and beams out to everyone. We're a natural magnetism of energy. When we're we're excited, others around us can feel that as well. So we have a lot of the same um issues, not issues, challenges as generators. So we can feel stuck in something if we're not lit up by it anymore. We can get annoyed or fatigued when something isn't working out for us, or if we have to force ourselves with follow through. And by that, I mean, manifesting generators are meant to move on from a passion project, a job, a relationship, an experience when they're no longer enjoying it. So their um, signature is both satisfaction and success. So it usually you feel satisfied when you're experiencing success. So for most people, they just say the signature for manifesting generators is satisfaction. It feels good, whatever that is. You're you're very happy and content and satisfied. Like you know a a puppy dog that's like gone for a. Uh, like a run and then he's come home and he's had his bone and he gets to curl up on like his comfy bed and just like you see a puppy and you're like oh he just looks so content he looks so satisfied it's that kind of feeling our not self theme manifesting generators not self theme is both frustration and anger and you generally will hear us like I'm not angry I'm frustrated even though it's both of those either type can either um not self-theme can show up for you. And so to pay attention, if you find yourself like, I'm angry, I feel frustrated, those type of things are to tell you you're in your not self-theme. So all of that to say, as I was going through it, if one of those, you, you know, you look at your chart and you find out, for instance, like when I found out I was a manifesting generator, I was upset that I wasn't a manifester or a projector just because of a few different things. You know, for instance, manifester, I was like, oh, I want to initiate and create. I don't want to wait to respond. But after diving deeper into human design, I found out it's okay to wait to respond because as a manifesting generator, my aura, my energy type is meant to draw things to me without having to go out and create them. And I think it can be very like a permission slip from human design to be able to live according to your energetic blueprint. 
I know I I covered a lot and kind of hit on some things and I plan to do some more episodes on human design and your authority and strategy and how that can play out. But even just having your design type and figuring out kind of that piece and starting to go down the rabbit hole of, oh, I'm a projector. What does this mean? And looking that into that more. Ooh, I'm a generator. What does this mean? And kind of finding those things out or even finding out like, for instance, maybe your your significant other is a manifester. Like, oh, when they're angry, it's not necessarily something at me. It's something they're experiencing by not living the design that they want to be doing. So it's just so crazy how it can make your life easier and can help you understand different pieces of it. So let me know. Check out your human design chart. Send it over if you have questions. You know, I'm on Instagram at Brittany Donalds. If you actually want to go into this deeper, I do a ton of work with you in my one-on-one coaching about human design and how in life and business that can play out with you. And we can definitely go deeper into all the different things. But if you have a question and you're not understanding something or need clarification, send me messages, guys. I, I always love helping out. This is what I enjoy doing. So let me know if you want to jump in deeper. My link for working with me is also in the show notes, but check out myhumandesign.com for your free chart. And yeah, next week I'm going to talk about the throat center and how your communication and human design can play out. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what you guys manifest and let me know how you like this episode. And if you want more episodes on human design, talk to you later. Love you guys. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.